Hey, welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Well, I love bringing you an inspiring quote to help put your mind in the right spot, to help you have the right perspective, to tackle this day. Come on, it's going to be an amazing one. It might be a little dark, it might be a little chilly outside right now, but hey, we're going to make the most of it. And that inspiring quote I was talking about, today it's from Wayne Dyer, who said this, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Oh, wow. What do you think about that? Oh, you know, if you are looking for something, chances are you're going to find it. The question is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the negative stuff? Are you looking for the problems? Are you looking for the points of concern? Or are you looking for the good stuff? Are you looking for the victories? Are you looking for the things that were done right? Well, if you change from one to the other, guess what? Your perspective changes altogether. And instead of just looking for the bad, you're looking for the good. I love that. I want to read it one more time to let it sink in. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. (laughs) Embrace that one today. I dare you. It'll help you have a much better day. All right, more great music headed your way. I've got Ann Wilson and some Sunday sermons for you right now, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Now turn it up. This is one of those songs that makes you feel good. Oh, and sing along with it. You know, one thing we do as humans is we always look for something better. We're always wanting to move closer and closer toward that last ultimate goal of the best, right? But sometimes that can... um uh, yeah, that can do us a, a huge disservice. Why? Because if we keep searching for better and moving and making changes to get the better, wow, it can really impact our lives in a negative way. I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about. Stick around. It's coming up next. This is some good stuff. In our pursuit of better, there are a lot of negative things that can happen. Now, I want to preface this first by saying that, yes, we should always be taking that next step. Even in the Bible, it talks about us moving from glory to glory. But you know what? That's a process. As you learn more, you're able to take that next step, especially in our spiritual journey, right? But sometimes uh, we're looking for better jobs. We'll just, uh, you know, just quit the old one, start the new one. <laughs> and sometimes... That can, I don't know, wreak havoc in your life. You don't want to burn bridges, right? You want to build bridges. So with that in mind, I wonder if you've ever made that rash decision to make a huge change no matter what consequences uh, were ahead of you. I know we've all done it before, and then we regretted it afterwards. You know what I mean? Well, there's this old saying, the grass is greener on the other side. And that's lots of times what tempts us to move what tempts us to change, and sometimes that causes us to close doors that were never meant to be closed. So, I've got a little bit of life advice for you. Take a listen to what this person has to say about that grass being just a little greener. Life tip for you. If the grass looks greener on the other side, stop staring, stop comparing, stop complaining, and water the grass you're standing on, honey. Wow. Water the grass you're standing on. Make your situation better. Bloom where you're planted, and then, and only then, as it starts getting better, you'll see the next right step to take without making a rash decision and burning bridges. Wow. That's advice I wish I would have heard a long time ago. How about you?
Hey, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Stick around. Now your word of life. Today, it comes to you from Romans chapter 8, verse 26, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Isn't that great? When we don't know what to pray for, he's praying for us. That is awesome. Hey, why don't you share that word of life with somebody in your life today? And, you know, lots of times the Holy Spirit doesn't really get talked about a whole lot. And it's great to share this word of life and express to that person you're sharing it with who the Holy Spirit is and what he means to you. It's a great way of sharing your faith. Hey, why don't you do just that? We've also got it at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. Of course, it's all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. All right. Hey, stick around because we're going to talk about uh, when you're hungry and you just want a sandwich. Uh, yeah. One of those go-to places, especially around here, is Subway. Eat fresh, right? <laughs> well, believe it or not, they might just be bringing something brand new to uh, a kiosk near you. I'll tell you more about it coming up here on the show. So stick around. You might just get excited about this one. Where's a good place to get a snack when you're out and about? Of course, the gas station, right? And if you got to get gas, that's a win-win. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> My little girl, Grace, she absolutely loves going to the gas station. And when we go, she's got to have something to drink. She's got to have something to eat. And of course, she got to hit up that popsicle and ice cream freezer. Mm-hmm. She got to see what's in there. <laughs> Lots of times she pulls out a push pop. But, you know, when you're really hungry, you have a few options at the gas station, right? You could get a bag of chips. You could get a candy bar. And uh, sometimes they have those, like, single-serving pickle packages, like a big old pickle. <laughs> or maybe a meat stick. But sometimes you go toward the cooler section and you think, hmm, I need something a little more than just a snack. And you see one of those sandwiches, one of those half sandwiches sitting there in the plastic, all wrapped up. Yeah, but here's the deal. Lots of times those sandwiches, they have preservatives in them that will make them last for 14 days. I don't know the last time I made a sandwich at home and was able to keep it in the fridge for 14 days and it tastes okay without molding, right? So there are a lot of preservatives. So you got a question, you know, is it okay for me to eat that? Because those preservatives... Or in that sandwich, and they're soon to be in my body. Is that a good thing? Well, in many cases, no, it's not a great thing. So Subway says, hey, we got you. They started testing out some new kiosks, some vending machines for their sandwiches and their chips and their drinks. Basically, it's a Subway in a box, and it's a really cool idea. They are planning on rolling these out across the country after testing them at a university. They said it had overwhelming response, a lot of great compliments, comments on this this vending machine. And the sandwiches are placed in there daily. They're fresh. So one of the local subways prepares them, wraps them up, puts them in that machine, and they're ready for purchase. I think that's great, too, because so many times when you go into a subway... And you realize there's a line ahead of you. It takes a while to get through it because you got to tell them, okay, this is the kind of bread I want. This is the kind of meat. This is the kind of cheese. These are the kinds of vegetables. And don't get me wrong. It's nice to have a custom sandwich. But when you're in a hurry, it's nice just to have a pre-made sandwich just to grab and go. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they'll be bringing some of these closer to us. But they are rolling them out nationwide. So pretty excited about this. uh, Eating fresh on the go. Who knows? They might even be beside your favorite, um, like a soda vending machine. You know, grab a Coke 
And there you go. You got a Subway sandwich right next door. So, yeah, I had to tell you about it. Uh, this future of ours. It's uh, interesting, right? <laughs> Here's Cochran and Company with Thank God for Sunday Morning. Hey, stick around. Nine minutes from now, we'll be giving away some gift cards on the car line competition. Are you going to win this morning? I hope so. We'll find out, though, coming up at the top of the hour. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn! <laughs> That's how we start the car line competition. Your chance to win three gift cards this morning. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. One to Albert Vaughn Bakery. And one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. All right, you ready to play? I ask a question, give you the cue to call. You call me first, give me the right answer. Win three gift cards, one to keep, two to give away. And don't be nervous because I take phone calls while the music's playing. So I can go back and edit them and make you sound amazing on the radio. Okay, so you ready? Here's your first question of today's car line competition. All right, when you watch someone sleep, you notice their chest going up and down. What process is happening there? Is it digestion, respiration, excretion, or perspiration? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, when you watch someone sleep, you notice their chest moving up and down. What process is happening there? Digestion, respiration, excretion, or perspiration? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your phone call right now. Want to give away some gift cards. But first, Rachel Lampa. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Josh. Josh, what's up, man? I'm driving school. You are driving the car yourself. To school. Did I no. hear you correctly? <laughs> no, my brother's driving. Me. Oh, you're okay. Okay. Ooh, I was about to say, you sound pretty young, bud. How old are you? I'm 12. Oh, that would be a fun drive into school. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you looking forward to about school today? Um, math. Math. Awesome. All right, a numbers guy. Well, I've got a question here for you about the processes of the human body. And here's the deal. So, if you've ever watched somebody sleep before, you notice that their chest moves up and down. What what process is happening there? Is it digestion, respiration, excretion, or perspiration? Respiration. Respiration is correct. Congratulations. You're good with math and you're good with science. Look at you. You just won three gift cards, dude. What do you think about that? I think it's great. I think so, too. Now, here's what I love about this. Because I'm giving you three gift cards. I want you to keep one of them. And give the other two away to two very special people. I want you to tell me, what two people are you choosing today? Probably my sister-in-law and my brother. Oh, cool. Okay, so tell me about your brother. He's 16 and he's cool. He's cool? Awesome. And he's right beside you, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So he's here and you share some love with him on the radio. I mean, that's awesome. All right. And you, did you say your sister or sister-in-law? Sister-in-law. She's Really nice. Yeah, very cool. Well, that is awesome. Sounds like you've got some amazing people in your corner. All right, I just need your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way, okay? Okay. Josh, thanks, man. Thanks for calling me. I love hearing from you. All right, so I got his address, and those gift cards will be on their way shortly. But you know what? I've got another question here, so I'm going to need another answer. I wonder if you want to try to win some gift cards like Josh just did. If so... You're going to need to be the first caller to tell me the answer to this question. How many sides does a cube have? Not a square, but a cube. Four, five, six, or seven? 
Hmm, 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, how many sides does a cube have? Does it have four, five, six, or seven? The number to call is 256-505-0885. Again, 256-505-0885. There is my caller. I'm going to capture that call. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song. It's for King and Country and Jordan Sparks with Love Me Like I Am. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? Zoe. Zoe, what's going on? Nothing really. Nothing really? Okay. Uh, anything in particular you're really excited about today? Uh, we have a pep rally. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, uh, are you a cheerleader or? No. No? Um, I'm a basketball player. We play our Robin or not. Oh, awesome. What team? We're Gunners, though. We play Abbeville. Oh, oh, that's a big rivalry, isn't it? Yes. Ooh, wow. Well, I wish you the best, but I want to help you have a really good morning. So I've got these gift cards here, and I want to give them to you, but I need to know the answer to this question. Now, it can be tricky because I'm not asking about a square. I'm asking about a cube. How many sides does a cube have? Four, five, six, or seven? Six. Six is correct. Look at you, how smart you are. Congratulations, you just won these three gift cards. What do you think about that? I'm happy. I'm happy about it, too. And here's why I'm really happy, too, is because with those three gift cards, I want you to keep one and give the other two away to two very special people. But I want to know, who are those special people for you? Um, probably my grandma, my nana, which is my grandmother, and then my, one of my SRI. S-R-O. Oh, cool. So the SRO, is it Nugget? Yes. <laughs> Nugget, he racks up on some gift cards. That's awesome. Now, <laughs> tell me about your Nana. She's really sweet, and she helps all me and my siblings when we need it. Awesome. Hey, I want to I know. There's got to be one special thing that really sticks out about Nana. There's something that just you will never forget. Can you share that one thing with me? She's really caring. Um, she's, always, she's always there to talk to you. If, you. if you really need somebody to talk to, she's always there for you, no matter what. Oh, that's great. You know what? Cherish that advice. She knows what she's talking about because she's seen a thing or two. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing the love on the radio, Zoe. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. And I hope you win tonight. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Wow, Gunnersville, Albertville facing off tonight. Some ladies basketball action. That's going to be such a good game. You know what? I was just telling my wife this last night. I absolutely love the relationships that I'm able to build here on the radio because we hear from some people and they become our regulars. We get to learn just a little bit more about them every time we talk to them. So that is so cool. And speaking of which, I just wanted to mention uh, last night I had the opportunity to talk with David and Bree, uh, really good friends. And they were just asking, hey, Stephen, could you pray for us? We're going through some stuff right now. Just wondering if maybe you could just offer up a prayer. I said, yeah. Let's do this. So we prayed over the phone, and and then David prayed over me. Oh, my goodness. It was such a powerful prayer. And I wanted to shout them out this morning. David and Bree, I hope you all are having a wonderful morning and uh, just thinking about you this morning. All right. I've got another question coming up here on the Lifeline Morning Show for your car line competition. After your weather and your word of life, so stick around. Who knows? You might just win Three gift cards coming up very, very shortly. All right, now we're trying to have some fun this morning, giving away some gift cards and uh, asking some trivia questions. This car line competition is rocking on, so let's do this thing. I've got another question for you. Here it is. What kind of words are big, furry, and stripy in this sentence? 
Sophie opened the door and there was a big, furry, stripy tiger. Are they nouns, adverbs, adjectives, or verbs? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what kind of words are big, furry, and stripy in this sentence? Sophie opened the door and there was a big, furry, stripy tiger. Are those words nouns, adverbs, adjectives, or verbs? 256-505-0885. You know the answer? Call me up. Let me know when three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. Waiting on your call right now. 256-505-0885. While I'm waiting, here's Tasha Layton and How Far. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Hey, uh, Stephen, how are you? David, man, what's going on? Uh, I'm going to let Bree answer this question, okay? All right, man. It's an adjective. They are adjectives. Congratulations, Bree. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, we got you one to Gunnersville Chick Fil A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store, and Arab. And here's what I love about it: we give you these three. We want you to keep one and give the other two away to two very special people. It's your chance to share some love with a couple people on the radio. So, who are those two for you today? My mama, Miss Vicky Sanders, and my nanny, Bobby Strickland. Cool. All right, so tell me a little bit about that mama of yours. What do you love about her so much? She's always looked out for me and um, made sure that her baby had things. And when I really needed my mama, she was always, she always come around. She just knew I needed her. And uh, I love her so much. And um, my nanny, which she's legally my mama, she raised me and put so much knowledge into me, and I didn't realize it. And she did everything she could just to keep me to be a good girl, and I love her so much. Wow. Wow, I can tell. They mean a lot to you, Bree. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing the love here on the radio. You know, it just there's something about that. When you share good news like that, people are just drawn to it. It, it helps you remember the people in our in your own life that you really appreciate and so thank you Bree for helping us with that today thank you for helping me and giving me the opportunity to sit there and share it oh you're very welcome alright I just need to grab an address so I can get these gift cards sent your way yes sir got it thank you you have a blessed day thank you so much oh you're very welcome <laughs> alright bye bye who would have known I shouted them out earlier on in the show and sure enough got a call from them how cool is that thanks again David and Bree for calling me up this morning and playing the car line competition. All right. Hey, I've got another question here. Do you have what it takes to win three gift cards like Bree just did? Well, let's find out. So roofs are made out of many different materials. Mostly here in Alabama, you see shingled roofs or metal roofs. But every now and then you'll find a thatched roof. What is a thatched roof made of? Is it clay, slate, straw, or aluminum? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, Josh Wilson. So this next answer is a power-packed answer to the car line competition for so many reasons. Of course, I asked the trivia question, but there's more to it than that. Because we heard from this player yesterday. And just so happens, she's got something very exciting to tell us about something we prayed for her about yesterday. So here, take a listen to this call and let your faith um, grow just a little bit. 88.5 JFM, good morning. 
Hey, you have a winner yet? Not yet. It sounds like it's going to be you. What's your name? Can you tell me what the choices were again? (laughs) Sure, I can do that. (laughs) Let me get to know you just a little bit. What's your name? Well, I called yesterday. Oh, cool. Stephanie Horton. (laughs) Yeah, nice. I'm so glad to hear from you again. All right, so here is your question. You know, roofs are made out of many different materials. Mostly here in Alabama, you'll see shingled or metal roofs. But every now and then, you'll find a thatched roof. So what is a thatched roof made of? Clay, slate, straw, or aluminum? Straw. Straw is correct. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) You just won three gift cards. You know how this works. We want you to keep keep one and give the other two away. So what two special people are you going to give those gift cards to? My boys. My kids. Cool. What are their names? Benjamin and Joseph. Cool. Tell me something special about Benjamin. Uh... He's sick today. He has a uh, type one diabetes. Okay. I guess that. I mean that. He's just amazing. But um, you would never know that he was sick because he, you know, toughs it out every time. But um, gotcha. He's just wonderful. He was diagnosed at fourteen months, and really? he's seventeen. Oh wow! Okay. I got you. And tell me about uh, was it Joseph? That second one. Joseph. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. He's my sidekick. Uh, <laughs> he's wonderful. They're both in the band. Oh, that's awesome. What do they both play? Yeah. Uh, well, Benjamin, he plays a variety of things, but he uh, plays trombone in the band. Cool. And Joseph plays the saxophone. Oh, wow. Brass and woodwinds. I imagine that your house is very loud from time to time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thank you for for allowing them to practice at home. See, I I grew up as a drummer, and my mom had the patience of a saint because I had a drum set in my room. She told me, as long as you shut the door, I'm good. (laughs) So I got better because mom let me play at the house. So that's good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Stephanie. Well, I've got your address here. Yes. And I got a question Mm -hmm. to ask you. Okay. How did that interview go yesterday? I got the job. You did? Are you kidding yep. me? Oh, wow. I was going to call you back anyway to tell you that. Oh, you know, <laughs> we prayed about it. I knew God would work it out. Yeah. I'm so glad you got the job. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Wow. There's just something about that. that just, oh, it makes me feel so good. Yesterday. She told us she was on her way to a job interview when she was playing the car line competition with us. And so we just took the opportunity to pray for her, that everything would go smoothly in that interview. And today, finding out she got the job, I mean, come on, that is awesome stuff that will grow your faith. It lets you know that God is listening to your prayers. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. And Stephanie needed this job. So I'm so glad she got it. Thank you for joining your faith together with everyone to to pray for Stephanie. And here, I want to do it one more time. Can we? Because you heard her say, Benjamin's sick today, 17, and um, he's just feeling under the weather. And he was diagnosed when he was little. We're talking about 14 months with type 1 diabetes. Hmm. Dare I pray for God to heal some diabetes? You better believe it, because we're going to join our faith together. We're going to pray for him to uh, to heal Benjamin of whatever sickness this is, and to clear up that diabetes. 
Let's do it. Do you believe he can do it? All right. Will you join your faith with mine? Keep your eyes on the road. Don't close those eyes if you're driving. Here we go. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now we lift up Benjamin to you. And we thank you, Father, that you made him. We thank you for the man that he's becoming. And Father, right now, we ask you to touch his body. He's feeling under the weather. He's been sick. But Father, you know exactly how to fix that body. You know how to take that sickness away. So we ask you to do it right now in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. And Father, while we're praying for him, I ask you, touch his body. The way that he absorbs sugars. Father, he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was just a baby. But Father, you know exactly how to clear that up. And so we ask you, the great physician, to do that. Would you please clear it up? Would you heal him? Father, let it be a sign and a wonder. Let it be for your glory. And we thank you for it, Father, because you are the God of miracles. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining your faith with mine. It means a lot. And I'm telling you, as we hear of these praise reports of God answering these prayers, it just builds our faith. And I know that Benjamin is starting to feel better even now. I believe it. Do you? All right. Hey, stick around. I got some weather and word of life coming your way. I've got another question here. Do you think you have what it takes to win some gift cards? Wow. All right, let's do it. I got this question. I wonder, I just wonder. Mm. This one's going to be a hard one because we're toward the top of the eight o'clock hour. So here we go. There's a French word that is spelled just like the English word pain, P-A-I-N, but it means something completely different. What does it translate to in English? Again, the word is pain, P-A-I-N. In French, it's pronounced pain. It's so much fun to say. (laughs) Pain. So what does it mean in English? Does it mean ham, bread, eggs, or milk? 256-505-0885 is a number to call. Again, 256-505-0885. The question, once again, there's a French word that's spelled just like the English word pain. But it means something completely different. What does it translate to in English? Ham, bread, eggs, or milk? 256-505-0885. If you don't know the answer, don't worry. I'm your phone a friend. I can help you out. (laughs) Here's mercy me. Then Christ came. I'm so thankful to be able to talk with you here on the radio because you're the reason why we're here. So this car line competition is a lot of fun. I had a last question and I got a last answer. And uh, here, take a listen to this. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Uh, yes, sir, good morning. How's it going? Doing good. I'm calling in for the car line competition. Oh, you are, huh? Yes, sir. Okay, so you want to win some gift cards then. Yes, sir. What's your name? Brittany Anthony. Brittany Anthony, very nice to meet you. Have you ever called before? No, sir. Oh, first timer, awesome. Let's have some fun. All right, so I've got a question here. And um, it, it can be a little tricky. This is a harder question. So there's a French word that is spelled just like the English word pain, P-A-I-N, but it means something completely different. What does it translate to in English? Is it ham, bread, eggs, or milk? Bread. Bread is correct. Congratulations. You just won three gift cards. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. How did you know that answer? Google. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I had to Google it too, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> That's so much fun. All right, so here's how it works. I want you to keep one of these gift cards, but the other two, I want you to give to two very special people. In fact, I want you to tell me about them right now. Tell me something special 
about them? Uh, I give one to my mom. Your mom. What's her name? Tammy Wood. All right. What do you love about her? Uh, well, she she has custody of my daughter right now. Okay. Um, and uh, she, she's helped me, even though it's, it's been rough for me. Uh, last past two years, she took my daughter in, and she's raising her right now. I got you. All right. And tell me about that second person. Jennifer Frazier. What do you love about her? Well, I knew her uh, back years ago. Um, I'm in rehab at, at House of Hope. Yeah. And she's a house mom there. But I knew her whenever our roles were reversed. Gotcha. Okay. So how is everything going? Everything's good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear from you this morning, too. It's always awesome to hear a new voice here on the radio. So thank you so much for calling. And um, let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Brittany Anthony, thanks again for calling me this morning. Oh, I'd love to hear from you. And hey, you know what? We're all in different stages of our lives. And I'm so glad that we have the House of Hope to help people who are struggling with things in their lives. You know, it's crazy because we all struggle with certain things. It's just some things seem more serious than others. But you know what? Brittany is seeking help. She's in rehab now. And she's getting the help that she needs from some pretty amazing people there. So thank you, Brittany, for calling me. It's It was a blast hearing from you. And hey, can we just, can we lift up Brittany real quick in prayer? Can we do it? We'll just be brief. We'll be quick about it, okay? All right, here we go. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for Brittany. Thank you, Father, for her calling in this morning, winning these gift cards, and letting us learn just a little bit more about her and what she's doing right now. Father, she is seeking you like never before. And I ask that you would help her during this whole process, Father, to come out of any kind of addiction and come into your freedom. Father, because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I ask you to be all around her. Father, help her to see you in her everyday circumstances, all around her. Help her know that you're with her, giving her the strength that she needs to overcome because she is more than a conqueror in Christ. And I thank you, Father, you're doing that right now. And for everybody joining their faith right now, Father, I ask that you would touch them. Father, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, would you please meet their needs? Would you help them to see you and everything around them? Would you give them a fresh encounter with you today and give them some ideas on how to really impact the world around them? And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me and joining your faith with mine. It really means a lot. I've seen God work miracles through our prayers together, so I know He hears and he is working. He's working all things together for your good because you love him. You're called according to his purpose. Sometimes you just need that reminder. So I'll be the one to do it for you today. All right. (laughs) Well, hey, we've got two hours of show left. What are we going to talk about? Well, I hope you're ready because we're going to talk about people pleasing coming up here on the show. We're going to talk about complaining. So, uh, yeah, and a few other things. So stick around and uh, we're going to have some fun. All right. I guarantee. For now, here is We Are Messengers, and God, you are. Stop apologizing. That is one of the steps we're going to be talking about, uh, how to um, overcome people-pleasing. That's coming up next, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show, on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. An apology does mean a lot, but sometimes it's just too much or too often. We'll get into all the details, so stick around. There's an epidemic of... People pleasing going around. 
I know that you understand this, but sometimes it's so hard to live it. You cannot please everybody. There's not enough of you to go around. I mean, honestly, think about that for a second. How many times do we want to say yes to everything? But we simply can't because we've got to be able to put quality in what we do. If we have so many things going on at one time, it's really hard to excel at any of them or to really bring worth to any of them, right? Well, here's the deal. Being a people pleaser becomes secondhand to a lot of people. Often we long to calm and soothe those around us at the expense of our own wants and needs. But you know what? People pleasing is unhealthy. And it takes effort to deconstruct. Overcoming people pleasing can be done by changing a few habits. Here are five things a recovering people pleaser should practice. Number one, remember your worth. You know, we were all created differently. God wants us to share our unique perspectives with the world, not simply go along to get along. Overcoming people pleasing starts with knowing your opinion and actions have worth. And that your presence matters. By pleasing people at the expense of your own needs and desires, you're forgetting that you are here for a reason. You have worth. Number two, quit apologizing. By all means, if something is your fault, sure, apologize. But for those instances where you're not at fault, save that apology for when it's warranted. Okay? So when things go wrong, don't be the first person to apologize unless the thing going wrong is directly your fault. I fall into that trap lots of times. Those apologies, there are a lot of them. Number three, keep saying no. You know, it's easy to say yes to everything. Yep, I'll help with the school bake sale. Sure, I'll head up that committee to organize that function. Sure. Yeah, kids, you can participate in all the things and I'll make it work. Yeah, you can't do that. And still take care of yourself. So stop it. Keep saying no and stop saying yes all the time. Yeah, it'll it'll do you good. Number four, speak up. People pleasers like to agree with the masses. We're quiet, listening, waiting to agree with whatever decision is reached. But many times, staying quiet and agreeing, wow, that kind of puts you in a bitter spot, doesn't it? Because you don't really agree or you don't like what the plans became and here you are you've just agreed to them so you're just ugh, having to grin and bear it yeah that bitterness is tough to work through so overcoming people pleasing involves learning to really use your voice even if it means shouting to be heard sometimes you got to get loud that's just the way it is number five set boundaries people pleasers have very few or even very weak boundaries We'll happily move the lines to accommodate whatever others need us to do and want from us. But you know what? Your own boundaries, sometimes they probably look like random squiggles. So what example are you setting to those around you? Your kids even, when you keep moving those boundaries. Wow. So what you got to do is create boundaries you're comfortable with and don't be afraid to stick to them. That's not easy to do this, but it is so worth it because you cannot please everybody so there are just five tips to overcome people pleasing and hey i'm gonna make it easy for you to find this resource i'm gonna go over and put it on our 88.5 jfm's come together facebook group i'm in the process of doing that right now so here in about 30 seconds you'll be able to find it over there and um hey take a look at those other resources too specifically how to outsmart family tensions at the thanksgiving table 
That's going to be handy coming up next week. So just a few resources. We're always trying to help make your day just a little bit better here at the radio station. That's our slogan. And you know what? I hope that we're living up to it every day. Now that article is up on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. You can go over there and check it out. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here on The Lifeline. Now more great music. I've got Brooke Lidgetwood, Brandon Lake, Honey and the Rock. So there's a really cool feature on the YouVersion Bible app. It will actually read the Bible to you. And I've used that so many times, especially when I was working in Huntsville. I had like a 45-minute drive to work and from work every single day. So I got through the Bible twice while I was working in Huntsville. That was pretty cool. Great way to get the word in you. But you know what? I want to be that app for you real quick. I want to read you just a passage of scripture. And um, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So stick around. Okay, here we go. So it's in Numbers in chapter 22, verse 21 says, So the next morning, Balaam got up, saddled his donkey and started off with the Moabite officials. But God was angry that Balaam was going. So he sent the angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. As Balaam and two servants were riding along, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey bolted off the road into a field, but Balaam beat it and turned it back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between the vineyard walls. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So Balaam beat the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord moved farther down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the donkey to get by at all. This time, when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down under Balaam. In a fit of rage, Balaam beat the animal again with his staff. Then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. What have I done to you that deserves you beating me three times? It asked Balaam. You've made me look like a fool, Balaam shouted. If I had a sword with me, I'd kill you. But I'm the same donkey you've ridden all your life, the donkey answered. Have I ever done anything like this before? No, Balaam admitted. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the roadway with the drawn sword in his hand. Balaam bowed his head and fell face down on the ground before him. Wow, sometimes God will open the mouth of a donkey <laughs> to tell you what you need to hear. You know, what he's trying to get through your head. And I love that, that God has that ability. And I don't have that ability to make a donkey speak, but I can teach a donkey how to do something else. And that's what this couple have found out. Yeah, you see, they're kind of second-guessing this whole idea of, of teaching their donkey new tricks because this couple up in Mounds, Oklahoma, they've got a donkey. Yeah. And this donkey has figured out. Well, here, just take a listen. Just, just listen to this. It'll make you laugh so hard. Someone's knocking at the door. Let's see who it is. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> really? No! Leo! Now who's at the door? <laughs> really? Again? Whenever Leo gets lonely, Leo? he knocks on the door. It's just something great that he's learned how to do. And I know that his, his owners are like, I wish I would have never taught you how to do that. But... <laughs> it was so funny. I had to share it with you. So, yep, though we can't make donkeys speak, uh, we can teach them how to knock on doors. Uh, you might not want to do that, but you can. <laughs> 
All right, more great music headed your way. I got Hillsong Worship, who you say I am right now, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Glad we can have fun together. But I think that was so cool that God made a donkey talk. How neat, right? Well, you know, they say that everything's bigger in Texas, even feet. (laughs) Stick around. We'll talk about that coming up next. Now to a story that is near and dear to my heart and my ankles, because I'm talking about feet. (laughs) Yeah. So a little story on me when I was 13, uh, I started wearing size 13 shoes. When I was 14, I moved up to a size 14. When I was 15, I moved up to a size 15 shoe. And thank God, it stuck. Because I'm telling you, those big shoes are hard to find. I can usually squeeze into a 14, depending on the brand. In fact, just this past weekend, I was able to pick up some new shoes. And I've got to go to places like the shoe department that have the bigger sizes. But I found some really nice ones. I'm happy with them. But um, I couldn't imagine having feet this big let me tell you they say everything's bigger in texas and they are right here take a listen to one lady who just achieved milestone a pretty big honor and uh yeah you'll find out why here take a listen in high school i think is when my feet stopped growing at size 16 men's and i would always wear tennis shoes or men's loafers and they were not always the cutest thing when trying to dress cute in school. Going to the stores was out of the question. None of the stores I've ever been to has ever carried a men's size 16, let alone a women's size 18, so I would always buy my shoes from online. You heard that right. A men's size 16 and women's size 18 shoe. Having to buy those things online, she even has to modify some of them to make them wide enough and long enough to be comfortable. Her name is Tanya Herbert from Houston, Texas, and she just got the world record for the largest feet on a living female human being. (laughs) Her right foot measured in at 13.03 inches, and her left foot was measured at 12.79 inches long. Wow. You know, I've been hoping that my daughter Grace does not get my big feet because, oh, it's got to be tough for a lady having big feet like that. But there is a lot of great stuff that comes along with being a world record holder. Well, for instance, this. Being a world record holder may open doors that I may not have been able to get into beforehand. So I want to be a spark to shoe manufacturing. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. You know, let people know you need to have bigger shoes available. And uh, yeah, I think we all could benefit from that. But, you know, that is the biggest feat on a female. So the person that I know of who has the biggest feat as a male, that would have to be Shaquille O'Neal. You know, he wears a size 22 shoe. Yeah. Huge, right? I've stood next to the man before. He's massive. My shoe at a size 15 and his at a 22, (laughs) it's crazy, the comparison. Mine looks tiny compared to his. Anyway, so um, yeah, just talking about feet. Uh, Sometimes having a good foundation like that really helps out, you know? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I love having fun with you. All right, I got more great music for you. How about some Micah Tyler? I think I'm going to cue one up for you. His brand new one. Let me get it ready. But Micah... Have you watched this guy in his weight loss journey recently? He's been posting about it on social media. It's really cool to see. 
what God is doing in his life and how he's uh, getting a little more healthy. If you want some inspiration in that department, go check out his Facebook page. But right now, I want to play for you his new song, I See Grace. The fact of the matter is, uh, life gives you some twists and turns, some loop-de-loops, some things that you didn't see coming. So while you're trying to plan for retirement, who's to say that that big nest egg is even going to be there by the time you get to that age? Well, that's something that one lady was having to deal with. You see, she's on up in age, but she's still having to work at Walmart because she's got a mortgage to pay off. She's got to pay that thing off before she can retire. But she was noticed by somebody, somebody with a few followers on social media. And this somebody just decided to bless her socks off. You'll never believe what happened. I want to tell you the story. So will you stick around? I'll tell it to you next, right after Stephen Curtis Chapman. And don't lose heart. You're going to want to stay around for this one, okay? (laughs) It's hard to believe that all it takes to make a difference is a caring heart and a cell phone. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you about Devin. You see, Devin is a guy who has a TikTok account, and he decided to point out that somebody needed some help. In fact, he was at the break room at Walmart, and um, he saw there was a lady in there. She's on up in age. Her name is Nola. And uh, he was thinking, you know, life shouldn't be this hard. She shouldn't have to be working at this age. She should be able to retire. So he ended up striking up a conversation with Nola. And finding out that the reason why she was working is she still had a mortgage. She had to pay that thing off before she could retire. So he decided to snap a little video, a little video of Nola and kind of put out there on TikTok that this lady could really use your help. He set up a GoFundMe account and guess what happened? (laughs) Oh, wow. Here, I just want to play you the audio. I want you to hear what happens when uh, you let people know, hey, somebody's got a need. Can we help them? Take a listen to this. Hi, Noah. Hey, Nola. Well, is it is it okay that we can we videotape this? Because we we got a couple things that we want to explain to you. Is okay. it is that okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, perfect. So, I just wanted to formally again introduce myself. My name is Devin Bonagora. We met briefly in the break room yesterday, um, and I took a short video of you in the break room and posted it on social media and a lot of people saw the video and wanted to help you out so i started a gofundme page a lot of supporters that started following me wanted to try and help you retire they saw that you're a very hard worker obviously and we are all super proud of you and we wanted to offer you hundred and ten thousand dollars that has been raised for you if you're willing to accept it's very truthful i went on the GoFundMe page if you're willing to accept it i would be more than happy to write you over to that account and all of the funds will be given directly to you into your account Okay. Are you willing to accept it? I'd accept it, but uh, I'd still have to work till I get the other 70000 or <laughs> 60000 paid um, off the house. I hope that this helps a little bit. It will help a lot. Do you yeah. know how much? Because the mortgage will go way down, being mm-hmm. it's low, it's under $100,000. 100, mm-hmm. We have 
hundreds of thousands of people watching that uh, were donating to this cause, and everybody is very invested in this, and they're really excited to see this finally happen. We have over 14 million views on the original video, and I'm just super excited to finally be here talking with you, and I'm really excited to get this done. You'll be receiving 100% of the donations, and it's currently sitting at $110,000. Like I said, I'll still have to work until I get the other 60000 but it won't It won't take long now with all that. It won't that take money. long now. You never know. People may keep donating and you yeah. get there. You yes. pay the house off and then you go to the Bahamas. I'll retire as soon as I get it. <laughs> You're going to retire as soon as you get it? Yeah, that's what's holding me at working is the house. So here's the deal. The original goal was $10,000. And then there were a few speed bumps along the way. You see, uh, Devin was contacted by some people who said, yeah, we want you to clear this up. We want you to refund the money to everybody who's donated, and we don't want you to do this. But he persevered. He said, you can do whatever you want to. They threatened legal action, and he said, well, I'm going to do what I have to do because I set out to achieve this goal. That $10,000 quickly became $110,000. This started in November of this year. We're talking about November 5th. Yeah. So that $110,000 that he just transferred over, well, that video is from a few days ago. I'm so glad to tell you that right now I'm looking at the GoFundMe page and it is sitting at $186,118. That is well above what Nola needed to pay off her mortgage. Now she can retire. In fact, she's already set it up. It'll be after the first of the year. She will retire. She wants to stick in with her coworkers, get through the holiday season at Walmart, and then she's going to hang it up after 20 years at Walmart. How cool is that? Wow. The power that we have when we come together, if everybody just pitches in a little bit, if you have a lot of people, it's really easy to make stuff like this happen. I just had to share this good news with you because things like this are happening in our world. They just don't get reported that often, so I'm glad I get to tell you about them. Give you a a warm feeling. Maybe even inspire you. You know what? Sometimes I share stories like this and inspire somebody to do something similar. So let's see how we can impact our world today, okay? All right, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Here's Dan Bramness with Hold You Tight. Okay, I want to play you a little audio. Now, this is from this past Saturday. So take a listen to this, and I'll explain what's going on. Just a bunch of people shouting, right? Well, no, it's not just a bunch of people. It's a bunch of Auburn fans shouting. That is Coach Carnell Williams, also known as Cadillac Williams, as he took his first home Tiger Walk as Auburn's interim head coach this past Saturday. And the thing I really want to focus on is what he was wearing. Did you see it? Uh, This suit will definitely catch your eye. (laughs) And really, honestly, for Cadillac, he didn't like it at first. Mm -hmm. You see, that's what I want to talk about. Sometimes us hubbies, we are very self-conscious about what we are wearing. But it takes a very loving wife who's a little fashion forward to push us in the right direction and help us feel just a little more comfortable with what we put on our back. 
And that's exactly what Cadillac's wife did for him. You see, he got this suit, which is that really dark blue and the pinstripe, even the, the checkered orange and white. And there were some mini like checker marks throughout this suit as well. It's really cool. It looks like he's got straps on his shoulders that you've just got to see it for yourself. But let me tell you that when he got this suit, he did not like it. He tried it on and his wife said, Hey, I think this is going to work. So he was like, I really don't think so. But she was insistent. He wanted her to send it back to where they ordered it from. She's like, no, we need to try it on again tomorrow. So he finally tried it on again, and then he started playing with it a little bit. He, he put on this turtleneck underneath, and then it started feeling started feeling right. And then he got some nice um, <laughs> wingtip Oxfords to put on some tan-colored boots on the bottom, and the look started coming together. And that's when Cadillac finally embraced this suit. It's just neat to me how the play back and forth between him and his wife the wife being so supportive and saying, hey, you can pull this off. You look great. And the husband thinking like, oh, this is crazy. This looks stupid. I don't think I want to wear this today. <laughs> and my goodness, he got a lot of attention, didn't he? On that Auburn walk. You know, I've been watching. I've been following this story with Cadillac Williams. And I think it is absolutely awesome that he is the first African-American head coach of the University of Auburn. And I thought that was so cool. What an honor to have played for the team and now to head coach the team, even if it's in the interim. We'll see what happens there. Who knows? They might decide just to keep him on. We'll see. <laughs> but I had to talk about that fashion thing because us husbands, like I said, sometimes we need that extra support. And you ladies know exactly what to do. You know the right words to say to push us forward a little bit. We might be a little uncomfortable at first, but we finally we feel comfortable. And it's because of you. So thank you for supporting us. Thank you for pushing us on. <laughs> we really need it from time to time. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. More good music headed your way after your weather and word of life. Now let's get another song in here. We've got to get one in here for God is with us for King and Country right here, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show. Complaining is a part of life, but where you're complaining from, your motivation, the reason why you're complaining, that makes the biggest difference. Let's talk about that next, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Stick around. Don't you wish everything was rainbows and sunshine? Yeah, but it's not. That song just sang about that. Let it rain, right? So you've got to endure some rain, but you know what? There's some great stuff that comes from rain. Mm -hmm. It washes you clean. Uh, it, it allows for things to grow around you. Wow, there are some positives you can find in the middle of the negatives. But even though those positives are there, it doesn't mean that the negatives aren't still around. And so we complain about them. Yep, we vent to our best friends or to our, our spouses. And um, yeah, we, we let them know. This is my opinion of that. But are we complaining the right way? Are we complaining so that our complaint means something or are we just i don't know whining there's a difference between the two ari i think hit the nail on the head with this one take a listen to what he has to say about complaining right if you're going to complain it must be constructive it must be for the sole purpose to make something better 
otherwise it is worthless. Wow. You ever thought of it like that before? Yeah. Are you complaining right? <laughs> are you trying to make things better? All right, then. Keep it up. <laughs> but no, complaining is just one of those things that we do. We're human, right? But we're trying to make this world a better place. So let's keep finding the good out there as well. Sound good to you? All right. Hey, thanks. That's going to wrap it up for me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. It's been a blast hanging out with you. And I hope you have the best day ever. I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. We'll also have another car line competition. I can't wait. Giving away some gift cards, having some fun. I love hanging out with you. Thanks again. Here's Danny Gokey and Corin Hawthorne with We All Need Jesus.